Welcome to Go Green Radio, brought to you by Covanta Energy. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Rethink renewable energy and energy from waste. This program will help start you thinking about how to protect our world and its important resources. Now here's the host for Go Green Radio, Jill Buck. Welcome to Go Green Radio, folks. So glad that you could join us. We have a great show for you today. We're talking with the Executive Director of Keep Texas Beautiful, and they are not messing around when they ask people not to litter in Texas. Let me tell you, just in 2010 alone, they had more than 840 cleanup events across the state with 74,000-plus volunteers, and all told, they were able to clean up over 6,000 miles of highway. They cleaned up litter and debris, totaling more than 8 million pounds of trash. But they've got a lot of other great programs that we're going to be talking about today. And one of the great things that I'd like to feature about state-run programs is that even though you may be listening to us at a location in some other state, there are things that are great about Keep Texas Beautiful that could be replicated in your state if you live somewhere else. So I know you're going to love hearing from Kathy Gay as we talk to her about Keep Texas Beautiful. And if you're not familiar with your state affiliate of Keep America Beautiful, maybe you want to uh, reach out and find them so that they can do some of the great things that Keep Texas Beautiful is doing. Kathy, welcome to Go Green Radio. So glad you're here. Thank you, Jill. You're right. It's a pretty serious business. It is. It is. I want to start at the very beginning. What is the mission of Keep Texas Beautiful? Why are you all in existence? What's your, what's your ultimate vision? Our mission is to educate and engage Texans to take responsibility for improving their community environment. And we do this through programming and education, addressing our three focus areas, which are litter prevention, waste reduction, and beautification. Oh, that's awesome. Tell us a little bit more about those three kind of pillars of your of your uh, mission. Sure. Well, litter prevention includes not only the education of of why we shouldn't litter, but also many programs to do cleanups, as you're familiar with. We also uh, have waste reduction, which is encompasses all of recycling and, of course, minimizing the water waste. And then beautification, which involves things like school gardens, community gardens, planting native and adaptive plants so that they can survive and thrive in an, in an environment that has minimal wet water usage. Well, you guys are, are the biggest organization of your type in the state of Texas, right? I mean, I, That's I know correct. that there are probably other organizations with some of these same types of, of focus areas, but what makes KTB or Keep Texas Beautiful different? I mean, why do you guys exist and thrive the way that you do? Well, I think it's through our partnerships. We partner with government agencies, with local community municipalities, as well as with other nonprofits and in those with environmental initiatives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, now, you're a state affiliate of Keep America Beautiful, but from a historical perspective, your organization wasn't always uplinked to the national organization. What do you think are the benefits to Texans for your organization to be part of Keep America Beautiful, the larger national affiliation. Why is that good for Texas? Well, in 1985, we did become an affiliate of Keep America Beautiful, uh, and they have a huge national network of over a 1,000 affiliates and participating organizations, and they work with communities to improve uh, their programs through in, involving our three focus areas. 
by combining with them in a uh, hands-on stewardship to, to address the needs of these communities, we are able to have a, a much stronger and effective local impact. How so? Uh, since, just since joining the network, we've won a lot of top honors and uh, are an outstanding affiliate, and we've really uh, grown by reaching out to uh, the other models that, that are um, are used throughout these affiliates, these thousands of affiliates around the country. They have wonderful environmental programs. They have engaged community citizens, uh, nonprofit organizations, civic organizations, and their local municipalities to, to make improvements on their community. So it's basically about sharing best practices. I mean, no need for Texas or anyone else to reinvent the wheel <laughs> when that, somebody else has a great feel. program right. or some good ideas yeah. to share. Um, that's exactly. a smart idea. Exactly. And, and, and it's such a critical uh, mission that we have and, and with the environmental initiatives that are required these days. We, we feel like those partnerships and those best practices are essential. Well, I agree with you, and, and I've, I've seen your organization up close uh, for many years. And, in fact, uh, I've attended a couple of your annual conferences. For our listeners who'd like to take a look at your website while we're talking, don't close this tab in your web browser, folks. Open a new tab in your web browser and go to www.ktb.org. And we're going to be going through some of the great things that are on the website as we talk with Kathy Gale. She's the executive director of Keep Texas Beautiful. Now, Kathy, it seems like, and I could be wrong, I could be wrong, but it seems like in the 20th century, a good deal of the focus for Keep America Beautiful affiliates was litter prevention. Um, everybody remembers the crying Native American commercials back in the 70s, um, you know, where there was all the litter and Keep America Beautiful had a big campaign to, to keep litter prevention in the forefront of our minds. How has uh, Keep America Beautiful and its state affiliates sort of evolved to begin to address 21st century issues like sustainability and that type of thing? Oh, that's a great question, Jill, and we certainly have come a long ways since the crying Indian PSA was so popular. At that time, uh, I think it was the greatest threat to the nation was seen as litter in terms of beautification. Since then, we've become much more aware of all the effects on our environment. And um, we have to organize as a community to reduce these threats as well as educate our population. Some of the programs that we've expanded into are certainly conserving waste, which includes water and resources through beautification efforts, uh, saving water with native and adapted plants. We, uh, we think that planting community gardens increases uh, benefits of certainly fresh organic food and allows us to recycle organic waste into compost. Also teaches students at the school level about um, why this is a good practice and how to do it right. Recycling programs are huge. We have a, quite a variety of materials that are recycled, everything from electronics, metals, plastics, and even uh, events to properly uh, collect and dispose of prescription drugs so that they don't enter the waste stream. Oh, tell Overall, us more about that because that's something that we have talked about on the show before, this concept of you know pharmaceuticals ending up in the waterway. Tell us more about what Keep Texas Beautiful has got going on in that area. Well, our community affiliates, of which there's over 360 around the state, wow. have uh, put together various programs. They combine with law enforcement 
and conduct these usually one-day collection sites where they can bring uh, the the used or old pharmaceuticals uh, to these sites and they're properly disposed of so that they create a minimal uh, bad effect on the waste stream and the environment. That's brilliant. And what's great about, you know, Keep Texas Beautiful and Keep America Beautiful's willingness to um, evolve and continue to address uh, new issues as they come to the forefront. I mean, 10 years ago, nobody yes. was talking about pharmaceuticals in the waterways, but you already have these strong affiliate organizations. You can reach deeply into communities and educate people readily because of these relationships you've been developing over many years. So it's a great way of, of you know, continuously educating our population through networks like yours about these you know, environmental concerns as we learn more. That's exactly right, Jill. It is our network that makes Keep Texas Beautiful. We are constantly growing it. We're growing our partnership of, of what we call subject matter experts so that you're right, the new issues, the current issues are in the forefront, and we can bring those to our network through education and our website and resources and provide tools to help them deal with whatever it is that their community is responding to. Right. Uh, that is that is really a great model and a great attitude about, you know, um, keeping it fresh, keeping the organization mm-hmm. relevant. Now, I like what you say about, you know, partnerships, collaboration, teamwork, and I know that one of your key partnerships is the Texas Department of Transportation, um, and I know that they conduct studies on litter in Texas, and that helps to guide some of your litter prevention programs. Won't you please tell our listeners more about their most recent study and some of the specific ways that you've tailored your Don't Mess With Texas campaigns based on their findings? Sure, and, and you're right. It's a great study and it's a great partnership. We first began, began working together in the late 1960s when we shared the common goal of making Texas roadways attractive and safe for motorists and, and to encourage tourism. We've been partners for 40 years now. Wow. We recently, we recently worked with them to commission two studies. One is on litter attitudes and behaviors and the other one was called the Visible Litter Study. And this analyzed litter that was found along uh, roadsides during a period of November 2008 to May of 2009. And we have some very interesting findings I'd like to share. Please do. Uh, one of them is that in, um, in uh, this period of time, the litter increased along the roadways by... Um, a total of 33%. Mm. And um, that was that was quite surprising. Uh, it was even a, a, a decrease over an earlier period in 2001, but it was a 33% increase. But even more surprising, the increase in litter was predominantly called, caused by cigarette butts, no tobacco kidding. trash. <laughs> it was wow. like 400 million cigarette butts. Oh, and it gross. actually... Yeah, it comprised 43% of all the litter on our roads. Wow. So uh, from that, we uh, we deduced that uh, about 18% of Texans smoke and that uh, 6 in 10 admit to littering with their cigarette butts. So if 
It means that just 11% of Texans are responsible for 43% of our litter. Hmm. Quite amazing. It is. And, you know, that's not only is it litter, but that can cause fires, too. Well, exactly, exactly. There's actually several um, very bad effects by it. Uh, most smokers don't really realize that, that it's littering because they think cigarette butts are biodegradable. Uh, they're not. Cellulose acetate, a form of plastic, can persist in the environment as long as other forms of plastic do. And uh, they prevent a uh, they present a threat to wildlife as they've been found in stomachs of fish and birds and whales, and uh, they mistake them for food. So, uh, besides the fact that it pollutes the ground, it uh, is a fire hazard and it's a threat to wildlife. Uh, it, it's something that can be controlled, and we really have uh, have made a strong effort to educate the public that this is indeed a form of litter. We have a program that we work with in conjunction with Keep America Beautiful called the Litter Prevention Program, Cigarette Litter Prevention Program, and it helps the community to identify areas that smokers congregate and to teach them how to be personally responsible for those uh, cigarette butts and other types of cigarette litter. Well, and flicking it out the window of your pickup truck is not a good idea either. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) And that's probably where all that roadway cigarette butt uh, litter is coming from. So, I mean, that's something that absolutely can be addressed with good education, and uh, I'm sure you're doing some some PSAs, public service announcements, and what have you. We're going to talk more about some of the great programs that Keep Texas Beautiful has got going on after this quick commercial break. So, folks, don't go away. We'll be back with more from Kathy Gale, Executive Director of Keep Texas Beautiful, right after these commercial break. News. Opinion. Can you hear me? Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%, 43%, or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you. Every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. 
Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa provides homeowners and investors eager to invest well in real estate the knowledge, resources, and tools necessary to generate significant wealth. Our focus will be the paradigm. Live where you want. Invest where it makes the most sense. Listen live to the brightest minds in real estate investment every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. That's Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa, where America learns to invest. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. Glad that you could join us. I've got to give a big, big shout-out to all of our Lone Star State listeners. Uh, in particular, I'm going to give a personal shout-out to a couple of my buddies. Casey Magnuson, who is with the uh, Texas State PTA for many years, she's the reason that uh, a lot of our schools with the Go Green Initiative that are out there in Texas doing great work, who are also working with Keep Texas Beautiful affiliates are doing so well. Tracy Hollis in the lovely city of Grand Prairie, Texas. She's one of my board of directors, but she's also one of the best environmental educators, not just in the state of Texas, but in the nation. She just recently got a, got an award to prove that. And then, of course, one of my board members, also a board member, the president of the board for Keep Texas Beautiful, John Howard. My appreciation goes out to all those great Texans and many more who are involved in the greening of the state and in teaching our children to be great environmental stewards. Today we're joined by the executive director of Keep Texas Beautiful, Kathy Gale. She's telling us about some of the amazing programs and really role model programs, I believe, uh, in, in uh, everything from litter prevention to waste management uh, to beautification in a very 21st century conservation kind of way. Um, and we've got so much to cover. Kathy, one of my favorite things about Keep Texas Beautiful, something that I witnessed at attending and being a speaker at a couple of your annual conventions, and that's your awards ceremony. You have several different categories of awards, and I'd love for you to tell our listeners about some of the awards that you give out and then some of the memorable recipients of those awards. Absolutely, and we appreciate you contributing to that event, Jill. It is a wonderful experience to come to our annual conference. It and sure is. It's the 44th annual this year. Wow. So, quite impressive. <laughs> we have we have three goals for the conference, certainly to have educational sessions and to present uh, pertinent, innovative approaches to our three focus areas and to help our community affiliates to uh, deal with each of those areas. We like to provide networking opportunities and uh, exciting presentations to get everybody excited about the work that we do. And then, as you say, we want to celebrate and recognize the achievements of the youth and community leaders, uh, civic groups, businesses, governments, uh, everybody that has been doing their part to, to recognize uh, the need for environmental uh, stewardship in Texas. 
So we recognize individuals, organizations, companies. Uh, we, we recognize youth and educators for their extraordinary contributions at that level. Um, and we present these at the, the conference. So we're recognizing those people through our KTV awards and our youth awards. And then we have a huge uh, awards presentation for the Governor's Community Achievement Awards. And these are presented in conjunction with the Texas Department of Transportation uh, to an array of Texas communities for their best grassroots environmental programs. It's a a very competitive uh, process, and these uh, communities have done a great job to involve their citizens, their businesses, their uh, their uh, local governments and, and their youth, uh, so that their programs are recognized uh, through these awards. There are ten population categories, and they compete to win a share of two million dollars uh, provided by the Texas Department of Transportation in landscaping projects along local state rights of ways in their communities. So Brilliant. it's one wonderful opportunity to recognize these people. Well, and one of the things, and and I've talked about this on Go Green Radio before, sometimes when we talk about, you know, beautification projects and things like that, there's a tendency on the part of people who don't know better (laughs) to think, oh, that's nice, plant pretty flowers, but there's really no environmental value. But the fact is, one of the biggest items that we keep hearing about as more and more people are uh, moving into urban areas and what have you is this idea of the urban heat island effect. And the fact is that a lot of the beautification projects and the community gardening projects that uh, folks like Keep Texas Beautiful and other Keep America Beautiful affiliates are working on actually help to reduce the urban heat island effect. There's actually a human health benefit to lowering the temperature of urban areas through the greening of these areas. And so when we talk about landscaping projects, it's not just aesthetically pleasing. It's actually doing things to help curb erosion. It's helping to, you know, lower urban heat island effect. Um, It's helping to conserve water when it's done with indigenous plants and things like that. So, you know, these are much more environmentally serious and, you know, desirable projects than some people might understand if they just thought about, you know, beautifying the highway with pretty flowers. There's much more to it than that, isn't there? That, that's correct. And the other effect of, of beautiful aesthetics in one's community is to actually grow pride in that community and thus the environment. Studies have showed that there's less crime, there are, there are, there's less litter, literally, when, uh, areas are beautified, there's less illegal dumping, um, that, that there's of course, increased tourism and, and and the economic platform for the community. So it, it really is a cycle that has a very positive effect on a community that engages in, in beautification and in greening. You know, your annual conference that we were talking about here just a couple of minutes ago is phenomenal. I mean, it really is. And you have a lot of different sessions with all different types of topics, and it's a great training opportunity. But according to what I'm seeing on your website, you're doing training all year long. Tell us more about these training sessions that you do, how your affiliates can get involved, and the various ways that you reach out with training opportunities for folks in Texas. That's correct, Jill. 
uh, Keep Texas Beautiful provides trainings to our affiliate network, which, is, as I mentioned before, is over 360 communities around Texas. And, and the trainings are on a diverse range of topics. Uh, they pertain to local initiatives and programs that relate to litter prevention, beautification, and waste reduction. Our training team conducts literally dozens of these trainings, and they involve things like community recycling and, and various types of recycling, electronics, organic waste, that type of thing, uh, nonprofit management, because many of our affiliates are, are struggling small nonprofits or maybe even volunteer groups that need to know all the areas that they need to address as an organization. We, uh, we teach fundraising and our environmental programs throughout the state. Uh, for those who don't have the resources to travel, we offer dozens of, of webinars on various topics as well. To, to see the whole list of topics, you can visit our website at www.ktb.org. Yeah, and that that is great. I mean, and what's what's super about the way that you're doing the webinars is, of course, that's a very 21st century way of communicating. Sometimes people just can't travel or they want to, you know, reduce their carbon footprint but still access all that information. And let's face it, Texas is a huge state. And if you can't exactly. fly and if it's eight hours to hop in the car, it's great that you offer people the opportunity to kick back you know, sit down with their computer and learn the things that they need to know. I love that. You've got some great educational opportunities for kids, too. Tell us about some of those programs. We do. We have some wonderful youth programs. And um, as we all know, the youth, the youth now have limited opportunities in the natural environment. So we really believe that it is critical to target this population and instill in them a sense of responsibility for the future. As, as we feel and, and hopefully are continuing to, to grow that uh, sense of responsibility. So some of the programs involve uh, recognizing the good things that are happening in the state through our leadership awards. These are awards that are given to extraordinary youth who have taken responsibility for doing things like some have started recycling programs in their schools, uh, some have in their uh, community uh, sports leagues, you know, they'll recycle at, the, at their games. They have started uh, awareness campaigns on litter. Some have had even been as creative as having video contests within school to uh, highlight uh, ways, clever ways to to have a positive environmental effect and and sharing those with the with the school and an assembly, uh, it's really quite phenomenal, and we want to recognize that. And again, like you said, share through best practices uh, those programs for other people to to utilize. We have an awards program that acknowledges a teacher uh, that has had an effect on their students, and that's a very important uh, segment of the population because uh, if if it's not part of the curriculum, so many students are aren't exposed to it, environmental initiatives. Uh, so, so we recognize teachers who go above and beyond in teaching that in the classroom. And then we partner with we partner with uh, TechStot with a litter force program, which is really great and targets even younger children at the elementary level. The Litter Force is a team of litter-fighting superheroes mm. that uh, that ba- bash blast the trash mm-hmm. through their uh, various uh, superhuman skills. 
and they uh, they teach children the perils of littering and uh, how to protect Texas roadways from litter. That is fantastic. We are going to be back in just a couple of minutes, and we're going to talk more about some of the great programs that KTB, that's Keep Texas Beautiful, has for children. Folks, don't go away. We've just got a couple minutes of quick commercial breaks, and we'll be right back with more Go Green Radio. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%? 43%? Or 14%? Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. Go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. Every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and founder of Rock and Roll Public Relations who wants to share her PR experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. Listen to the Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time here on News Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time, the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio. I am so glad that you're with us today. This is the segment of the show that I always look forward to. We have two green teens down in L.A. that are working with Global Broadcast for Kids, and my good friend, their producer, Scott McGinnis, puts together this teen perspective of what's going on in the green news world. So we're going to listen in to Green News from GB4K. GlobalBroadcastForKids.com presents GBK Green News in association with the Go Green Initiative, from one kid to another. 
Hey, what's up, guys? It's me, Marley. And Elijah. Here with GB4K's Green News in association with the Go Green Initiative on Go Green Radio, and we are going to get started. Power from Volcanoes. Central America is seeking to tap its unique geography to produce green energy and cut dependence on oil imports. The Pacific Ocean Basin is known to cause earthquakes and volcanic eruptions. The region has huge potential for geothermal power generated by heat stored deep in the earth. Guatemala, Central America's biggest country, aims to produce 60% of its energy from geothermal and hydroelectric power by 2022. Well, so what? So what? Well, the Go Green Initiative says the important message in the story is use what you've got. Cities, states, and countries around the world are going to need to use as many local power sources as possible in the 21st century. The days of fixating on one energy source that has to be imported, like oil, need to come to an end so we can save all the carbon emissions associated with transporting energy. Plus, when countries can produce their own energy, they don't have as many security risks as they would if they totally depended on other countries for their energy supply. Oil from Pond Scum An Argentine company opened Friday the country's first factory to make biodiesel from algae, hoping to use pond scum as a replacement for soy and making biodiesel as a part of a push for renewable energy. Argentina is the world's top exporter of soy oil, but using the edible oil to make fuel is not good because it cuts into food supplies. Well, so what? Well, the Go Green Initiative says, while it's true that humans don't eat pond scum, there are plants and animals in the food chain that do. So when we see new technology like this, it's important to ask, is there a danger in biodiversity or disruption to the food chain if we use this substance for fuel? As the Earth's population gets larger, we definitely need to balance food supplies and energy supplies, and using soy products for food rather than fuel may be the best choice. But before Argentina begins exporting fuel made of pond scum, let's hope that studies are being done to make sure that we don't see unattended consequences in the food chain that will ultimately be more harmful to humans. Hillary Duff likes the stuff in Envy Eco eco-friendly makeup that falls short in the performance department is pretty pointless. After all, why did add extra color to your face, even if it is non-toxic, when it doesn't achieve what you're looking for? Fortunately, there are more than a few green cosmetic brands that have gotten it right. Created in Australia and only just in their fifth year of business, Envy Eco delivers foundations, eyeshadows, lipsticks, and other creations that have the stuff to survive even on the silver screen. Well, so what? So what? Well, the Go Green Initiative says performance matters. Whether we're talking about green makeup, green cars, or green cleaning products, the bottom line is... They need to meet or exceed the quality of their less eco-friendly competitors. Companies that will succeed in the 21st century will be those who dominate on quality, price, and a small eco-footprint. Hillary Duff and other savvy shoppers know that you don't have to settle for less than the best in order to be an eco-diva. Here are some new schools that have just joined the Go Green Initiative. George Washington High School, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Barry Elementary Environmental Science Magnet, Houston, Texas. And Bowie Elementary, Ennis, Texas. All right, guys, this is Marley. And Elijah. Signing off with GB4K's Green Nudes in association with the Go Green Initiative on Go Green Radio. And make sure you do one thing a day to help the environment, like take two minutes less in your shower. Recycle your bottles and cans. Whatever you can do. Goodbye, guys. Bye. See you later. GBK Green News, copyright 2010, globalbroadcastforkids.com.
Well, Kathy, what did you think of those kids? Aren't they smart? <laughs> that was terrific. And I bet you noticed that a couple of Texas schools were uh, brand new members of the Go Green Initiative. Wonderful. That's exciting. It is, and uh, I'm sure that they are also affiliated with Keep Texas Beautiful uh, affiliates as well. Well, let's talk yes. more about what you do with schools and uh, with youth in the state of Texas through your Keep Texas Beautiful affiliates. Sure. Well, there are many schools, as as you know, that have exceptional programs. Uh, the uh, As we were talking about the litter force through uh, Texas Department of Transportation goes out to elementary schools and uh, teaches children about how to blast the trash and uh, uh, be good to their environment. And this program has brought a lot into the schools in Texas. We also have uh, environmental uh, uh, models that are called Enviroscapes, which uh, we rent out to schools to teach children in a hands-on way about the effect of pollution in their environments. Those are really cool, by the way. I looked at the website for the Enviroscapes. Uh Those are awesome. I mean, I I wish every classroom in America had access to those. Those are amazing. How did you find those? How did you first get in partnership with them? We have a partnership with the Texas Texas Commission on Environmental Quality, Mm -hmm. and um, they actually were able to donate those to us for use in the schools. There's models on hazardous waste materials entering uh, the land and the river. There's uh, a model on a landfill to to help children to understand the the process of a landfill and what it requires to bury our, um, our trash. There's also wetlands model, urban model, and a bay coastal model. So they are the perfect way to really demonstrate sources of pollution and pollution prevention methods to students. Well, and when we talk about a model, just to give everybody sort of a, a mental image of what these are, I mean, if you think about, you know, we've all seen like a Fisher-Price playset, you know, the little garage or the, you know, whatever, uh, these little playsets. It's like a ramped-up version of that, but it basically shows uh, a landscape, whether it's a city or a bay or, you know, whatever, and the kids get to introduce these toxins into the landscape and see how it filters down, see exactly how these systems work. Um, it's, these are really cool. There's a, a website. If you Google Enviroscapes or if you get out on the Keep Texas Beautiful uh, website, which is ktb.org, you can find uh, these Enviroscapes and, and what a great product those are. Those are amazing. Um, tell us how your affiliates, you know, work with youth in school. I mean, I know you've got 360-plus affiliates. Um, how, do, how do they get into the schools? It's not like you can just go knock on the door and say, hi, I'm from Keep Texas Beautiful. I want to help your kids. How do they actually interface with the schools? That's right. Well, we, we do have a partnership with the a PTA, which helps. We, we try to bring uh, – we're on their – a state board, and we uh, offer them various programs to introduce to the parents and the teachers for use within the school. So that's one of the ways. Uh, through our... I love the Texas State PTA, by the way. They were the first mm-hmm. state PTA in the nation to formally adopt the Go Green Initiative, my, my oh. nonprofit organization. They sure were. There are several other state PTAs all over the U.S. that have adopted the Go Green Initiative, but Texas State PTA was numero uno, so I love them. <laughs> oh, that's great to hear. Wonderful. Yep, yep absolutely. Now, well, I have to uh, ask this question because I love how you're interfacing with schools, but I would imagine that you also have to interface with government. 
Tell us how your government relations work and, and how you teach your affiliates to interface with their local government. Okay, that, that's a good question. Uh, we, we do work diligently to create and maintain positive relationships with state and federal representatives and have for years. Uh, we have a long uh, history with state agencies uh, that we work in conjunction with, as well as with the legislators themselves. Um, in fact, our, 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 our symbol, Keep Texas Beautiful symbol, is our ornament. And the ornament features a beautiful natural aspect of Texas, such as the wildflowers or the mockingbird or the, the state tree, the pecan, or this year, the butterfly, and that is the monarch butterfly. And so that ornament began with uh, Nell Delaney, who had started our state uh, capital ornaments, when she created the first one, and we're now already to the seventh one, it's a wonderful way to support Keep, Keep Texas Beautiful and to um, honor the state through the purchase. Now, Nell Delaney was married to Pete Laney, who was a member of the Texas House of Representatives for more than 35 years. We also have a great relationship with the Texas Legislative Sportsman's Caucus. They partner with us to do a fundraiser, the Clay Shoot, at which time we presented them the program for Keep Texas Beautiful and what we do around this great state. I have to say that not every state, you know, could could pull this off. I love the section on your website that shows all these legislators out there doing a clay shoot. They're all rifled up and ready to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a fundraiser <laughs> for KTV. It's so Texas, and I love it. Uh, so everybody, you got to get out there, see the photo stream, uh, because what a great way to have a fun day, you know, with your legislators, and then say, and oh by the way, here's what we're working on this year, and here's how we need your support. I love it. That's brilliant. That's it. <laughs> works well. Well, mm-hmm. go ahead. Go ahead. It works very well. We had a very successful one last year, and we're hoping to have even more legislators present this year. And we like to send them one of our ornaments as well, <laughs> just, just to, to kind of keep, keep us in their minds. Their minds. <laughs> I love it. That's a great idea. Well, we've got to take a quick commercial break, but we're going to be right back in just a few minutes with Kathy Gale, Executive Director of Keep Texas Beautiful. We've got much more to discuss, so don't go away, folks. There's more Go Green Radio right after this. Talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Take a wild guess. How much garbage generated in the United States today is converted into energy? Is it 26%? 43%? or 14%. Working here and around the world to produce a reliable supply of clean, green energy, Covanta Energy works with communities to turn household trash into energy. Oh yeah, that question I asked earlier? Today, only 14% of U.S. garbage is converted to energy. Just 14%. Covanta alone processes half of that municipal solid waste into renewable energy for a cleaner world. For more information about Covanta Energy, visit us today at www.covantaenergy.com. 
Interstate Sportsman Talk radio show brings two well-known outdoorsmen to the Voice America Network with hunting and fishing info news. Talking about everything from new sporting gear, places to hunt and fish, and getting more from your recreation time. Join hosts Brock Ray and Don Kirk Friday mornings at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 Eastern, for the Interstate Sportsman on the Voice America channel. Go inside the world of PR with PR Insider, hosted by public relations expert Maureen Kettis. Maureen will speak to the world's highest profile PR pros from the fields of marketing, advertising, and sales. And PR Insider will feature renowned members of the media as special guests. Maureen will give you a VIP access pass, including tips and tricks to take your business to the next level. PR Insider with Maureen Kettis, sponsored by Cision, us.cision.com. Listen every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Network. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Jill would love to hear your comments or questions on today's show, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Write to us, too. Save some trees and send us an email to gogreenradio at gmail.com. That's gogreenradio at gmail.com. Now back to Go Green Radio with your host, Jill Buck. Welcome back to Go Green Radio, folks. So glad that you could join us. If you joined us late or if you joined us on time and you wish that your friends would have been listening, don't worry, because Go Green Radio, though you're listening to us right now on the variety channel of voiceamerica.com, is syndicated on the Green Talk Network. So you can hear us on Tuesdays, this very same broadcast on Tuesdays, on the Green Talk Network uh, from 9 to 10 Pacific Time and noon to 1 East Coast Time. And all you mountain and central time folks can do your own math there. But uh, let everybody know, if you want some of your friends to listen to this broadcast, they can do that on Tuesday on the Green Talk Network, which can be found on voiceamerica.com. There's a little button that says Green Talk Network, and that's where you can hear us. Well, we are joined today by Kathy Gale, the Executive Director of Keep Texas Beautiful, and I am just a big, big fan, not just of hers, but of the organization and of all the affiliates throughout the state of Texas who are doing great work, not only to go green, but to teach young people to go green as well and to develop great relationships and partnerships throughout the state with a lot of different organizations all with the common focus of uh, not just keeping Texas beautiful, but keeping Texas sustainable and green and healthy and uh, toxic-free and so many other great things. Now, speaking of toxic-free, you guys, Kathy, do a great uh, waterway cleanup every year. Um, according to what I saw on your website, over the course of 2009, you had over 16,000 volunteers cleaning up 930 miles of Texas waterways. Tell us more about that program and how you get so many people involved in the Texas waterway cleanup. Well, I would agree those are some really big numbers, and we are very proud of this program. Many people don't realize the effect of uh, litter and pollution on land and the effect in the uh, waters around the state. Um, anything that is that moves along the land or the uh, by the wind gets blown into the waters, and it pollutes the waters, which then uh, accumulate in various areas, cause sewage problems, cause blockage, uh, contamination. Of, and, and certainly in Texas, we're incredibly aware of water as a very precious natural resource. 
So the waterway cleanup program involves uh, many of our affiliates that uh, organize groups to clean the waterways in their communities. These could be creeks, rivers, lakes, any type of water source. And so the groups, uh, we provide the groups with all the tools, uh, posters for publicizing the cleanup, uh, PSAs, uh, litter picker-uppers, uh, plastic gloves, hand sanitizers, anything you'd need to get a group of people to get out there on the land and the, and the water itself and clean it up. We have uh, massive ones that are done by kayakers that, that actually have, you know, been, been upset by uh, their water activities when they come across these huge accumulations of trash and litter in the water and they see the effect on the wildlife and the beauty of the area. So it's really something that's inspired a lot of groups to participate in, and we partner with the Texas Commission Environmental Quality to actually put that program out, and they provide us with the funds. And then we count on our affiliate network to make it happen. That's fantastic. And I I have worked with uh, TCEQ a few times, and and they're a great great organization. They really are. now, I'm just wondering, because you are part of, um, you know, a national affiliation with Keep America Beautiful, do you have much of an opportunity to interface with other Keep America Beautiful state affiliates surrounding the state of Texas to discuss environmental issues that affect your entire region, like water pollution that flows through multiple states or air pollution that affects multiple states, food security, transportation, those kinds of things? Do you get a chance to do that very much? We we are doing that on an increasing basis, Jill, and, and you bring up a, a group that we have. It's called the State Leaders Council, and we're trying to waste uh, minimize waste by sharing resources from state to state, and that's working very well. We uh, partner with the different Keep America Beautiful states, uh, such as California or uh, Georgia or Pennsylvania, and we... Uh, we use, utilize many of their programs, many of their subject matter experts, and then we meet as this group to collaborate on, on how we can more effectively address some of these problems. We even look at issues like diversity and how we can better uh, incorporate materials that are diverse and target different populations and, and deal with issues that spread from state to state. So, yes, we do do that. Well, I think that's so smart because, um, you know, I say this all the time. Look, the wind blows and the water flows. Even though, you know, we we want to do things right in our community, the fact is sometimes there are things going on in neighboring communities that, you know, will affect our own environment. And so it's really important to collaborate. And I think that your organization and the national organization that you're part of really has a fantastic uh, network and set up to to do that kind of teamwork and uh, brain share. So I'm glad to hear that. You know, you run a nonprofit organization. I do too. And some days are better than others. Some days are are really tough. I mean, in this economy, it's not an easy time to be running a nonprofit organization. It really does take a lot of passion. And I just would love to know, Kathy, what personally motivates you to do your work and do it so well? What is it? about your vision for the future that inspires you to get up and get going each morning on your way to the office there at KTB? Sure. Uh, well, besides loving this uh, beautiful state and country and being passionate about to the environment personally, I am constantly inspired by the work of our volunteers and affiliate communities. 
I, I see their passion and dedication, their their commitment to this cause, and it makes all the difference. Uh, it certainly inspires me and, and everyone that, that comes in contact with them. As you know, being at our conference uh, each year is, is an amazing experience because you've got this energy and this enthusiasm and the nicest people in the state, and, and they're ready to get to work and, and uh, do whatever they can to make a difference. And so the, I carry that with me all the time. It's wonderful. Oh, it's terrific. And and it's true. I mean, I don't care where you live. If you end up going to a Keep Texas Beautiful annual conference, you are going to have a blast. I mean, it's mm-hmm. such a fun, energetic, and like you said, just the nicest people you'd ever want to meet. Um, you, It's just a terrific atmosphere in which to talk about um, really positive action that can be taken on behalf of the communities in the state, and and I promise you you will come away with uh, just a heart full of of passion and ready to go to green your community. You know, behind every successful nonprofit organization, you've got loyal partners who keep the programs funded and keep the organization going. Um, who are some of KTB's partners and some of the ways that they help you accomplish your mission? Well, I agree with you. Partnerships are essential, and it makes all the difference in the reach and the resources that you have to offer. So certainly, as we mentioned, Keep America Beautiful, and then the state organizations we work with, uh, TxDOT and TCEQ, uh, make all the difference to us. But but on a local level, throughout the state, there are so many great ones. Uh, we have programs like the Great American Cleanup uh, that involves sponsors to partner, um, such as Waste Management, Dow Chemical, um, HEB. We have uh, Don't Miss With Texas Trash Off that, that TxDOT helps us with. We have, uh, and also the Governor's Community Achievement Awards. And then there's groups like the, the Texas General Land Office and Adopt-A-Beach program that we partner with uh, on the same principle that you mentioned, that water flows, uh, wind blows, and, and, and so we partner with them to really combat pollutants to the, to the natural environment. We also have uh, groups like the State of Texas Alliance for Recycling, who gives us a lot of expertise on recycling. There are subject matter experts on that. And then uh, we also have uh, TANO. It's a Texas Association of Nonprofits that helps us to, to give our affiliates, uh, organizations, the, the tools that they need to get the job done. So lots and lots, and many that I haven't mentioned, Lots of partnerships make a huge difference. Well, and, and I just want to say thank you to you, Kathy, and all of the partners that you mentioned and all of your state affiliates, not only for doing the great work that you do on behalf of the state of Texas, but as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, you really are a role model for other states. And I hope that everybody who's listening will take a good look at your website, KTB. Dot org and uh, check it out. Learn, uh, share, grow. Um, everybody together uh, sharing these best practices. Uh, it's just going to make our country a stronger and more healthy place for our children to grow up. So thank you for joining us, Kathy. Thank you to all of our listeners for joining us on Go Green Radio. We'll be back same time, same place next week. So uh, have a great so. week and do something great to go green. Thanks a lot.
Did you get some terrific ideas from today's show? Please join us for more next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. It's Go Green Radio with Jill Buck here on Voice America. Go Green Radio is proudly sponsored by Covanta Energy, a leader in providing renewable energy solutions for a cleaner world. Visit www.covantaenergy.com for more information. We'll see you here next week.